one, two, three, rain, talk to me. We're gonna hit a beat and talk about my Eve. Everybody, oh, you know what I say? Yeah. I'm gonna do a beat. Make it stop, Why did you rock, paper, scissors, right? We don't want Eve to be okay. as simple as shut the fuck up, Seto. Buds of like memes and these small gangers are like, we're the elite of the elite. Do not fuck with us. We will kill you. We are the best players ever. It's like, dude, I did your shit. I did it better than you did. You know what this conversation is like? When I say not enough uh, supers die in Delft, people tell me, oh, look, there's a super died in Delft. So it's like, when what I'm are you even talking issue, about? We were talking about fucking but, balance, not supers yeah. dying in Delft. Why does everything with you have to be about supers fucking dying in Delft? Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. It's, it's an analogy. Moron, you said a moron. Okay? You may stop arguing, you act like fucking married couple, Jesus Christ. No, don't stop arguing. Well, it is trash talk Hey there, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, capsuleers and capsulettes, welcome one and all to Trash Talk Tuesday. My name is Redline13, and I am joined by one of the most illustrious groups of people that I have ever had the pleasure of sharing a Discord channel with. Starting at the top, we've got Joseph Typhus. What's up? And also Dominarch. Hello, hello. And DTM. <laughs> now, right now, so everyone knows, DTM does in fact stand for Dinner to Mouth. Uh, and we're also joined by Gideon. That's fucking great. And our re-elected CSM representative, Kazanir. Hey, everybody. And we're also joined by our unelected CSM representative, Millant Art Trooper. No introductions required. Well, they were. Uh, we've also got Nada Red, a member of the Snuffed Out Alliance. Hi. And Mystical. What, what, is that it? Is it? You tell me. You're the host. You tell me. You're the one who has an OnlyFans link as your name. I'm read checking it. the OnlyFans links. I'm not right going to read, read it out. out the link. But read that's out. all that's it says is mystical. So I don't know. Are you just going by the first part? Yeah, Should I call you go by, by mystical? It's fine, dude. Don't Misty. Misty. Yeah, Misty's nice. Misty's nice. Misty's Hello. Too. And we're also joined by Mifun. Sword God. Hi. It's Sword God, right? Sword God, yeah. Sword oh, God. God. Did you ever secure the Sword Guy alt? Uh, I did not. I think you still have that, right? I don't. I never made that character. Who? No, yeah, you did. Did I? Yeah, I think you did. Huh. You All at right. least said you did. I don't know who the fuck made it, but you said you did, so I assume you did. Alright. Well, anyways, we're here tonight to talk about how awful Zarzak is going to be for the video game EVE Online. All weekend watching FanFest, I was super hyped, I was super excited. And then I saw how easy it was for alliances like the Initiative to have fun in EVE Online, and I can't fucking stand it anymore. Yeah. So the big thing with Zarzak, right, is that it creates a superhighway across the whole universe. And last night, Gavin from Rote Capel and I, and a few others, were in Zarzak playing around, and we saw fleets from Init, Brave, Horde... Who else was there at that fight last night? Was anybody else there in HTACP? No? No one was there? Do you guys even play the game? I do sometimes. Fraternity yeah. was there, but they already lived there, right? So they don't right, go from yeah. Zarzak. So Frat was there, and I watched them all jump in through Zarzak. It was insane. They just, they came right, one right after the other. So, like, the amount of content that Zarzak's can provide is undeniably high, but 
no, it's not. having all those groups being able to get together that quickly is actually kind of spooky. That was my point. Is I, I said all weekend <laughs> that it wasn't spooky, but now that I saw it in action, it is actually terrifying. Please what help. What do you mean your point? It's been people complaining about it since it's like indicated to be all those gates <laughs> on one system. Yes, like it's, it's I know. Fucking stupid. I understand. I'm saying that I was on the other side of that fence, that I thought it would be good, but now I disagree. So let me ask though. So, but some some fights happened, right? In fact, it seems like a lot of fighting has happened in the past few days, and just not not all that long ago, people were saying this is ultimately going to lead to less fighting. Sure. Which I, in principle, it. I agree with that that reasoning that we were talking about on Sunday. On that note right now, Reg, uh, that we actually cancelled two fleet operations just because of Sazak. Um, Sounds so, like yeah, a you problem. Already... I mean, <laughs> shit, that's terrible. Is it, is it a me problem, right? If we see something happening and we see the support that is coming in, that would have not been possible before, that just completely disables us from engaging in the first place? Yes, because you've been on every talk show you could be on talking shit about how you were going to abuse Zarzak and instead, you're getting owned. Yes, so they did. I feel yeah, like that's ironic. You, you can think something's bad for the game and abuse it at the same time. We're going to abuse the hell out of it. Yes, but you do. For the game. You do also have the choice to be cocky on talk shows, and that's what Gideon did. Yes, I did. And I find that I, ironic. That he's same... getting punked. No, I'm not getting punked for it. Like, yeah, but just like no, no one's ever sat like thinking, "Oh yeah. God." If only fucking Gideon's gonna show up in this fight, it wouldn't happen, right? It's more if Snuff show up, or Big Up show up, or Frat show up, or Init show up, and Gun show up. Yeah. And they're, oh yeah, Horde, I guess, because they can go for the fucking Frat yeah. one, because they're trying well, to and, and that's what happened last night. So uh, Gavin and I were running around Turner. We were running around from Turner, Zarzak, all over the place. And we ended up in HTAC-P with like 400 other people from all different alliances fighting over an Astro House. And it felt like the fight lasted all of like 10 minutes before it was over. It was insane. From gate to fight to done in like 10 minutes. It's because it was no tie-dye. Right. That was sick. How'd you guys pull that off? Oh, we submitted something called a fleet fight notification beforehand. Nice. And then, and, and, and then some poorly fit nightmares on the other side. Oh. What what about the nightmare fit was poorly fit? How do you poorly just, fit a nightmare? Just about every, everything. That's why they were melting it in a matter of seconds. <laughs> T2AB. We have T2ABs and irons. I don't know. If the fights are still happening, it's not necessarily a bad thing. It just... It's been like four days. It's a honeymoon period. And it's also it's yeah. going to be fights for some groups, and then other groups just can't ever fight again. Shadow Cartel and yeah. Parabom are never going to be able to fight again because we're just going to be there in max and DFIs. Uh, Set it aren't going to have the nice top rolls of people in deep USTZ in this area because Big Up are going to be there. Everybody who tries to take a fight with a medium scale group and it's visible that the fight is going to happen, you will have other groups trying to piggyback on that fight. And this gives more people the ability to intervene that didn't have the ability before. And that's the big issue. And you see that coming and you see that coming from far away. And you do realize what's going to happen, so you just don't come in the first place. I mean, like, I see that, but also there are groups out there that kind of get off on punching up instead of down. So, I mean, this, they this would take less people in better ships flying better to kill the Nullsec blobs. 
okay, it's like the one group that actually fucking lives up and does this. It doesn't work when it's like two battleship fleets and immune fleet like FRT brought to help us the other day. They benefited us. Shouldn't have happened from fucking game mechanics though. Mm. If like, only a fifth how many gate existed and another group could bail, you know, pile on. Yeah, like that's just gonna happen, right? Someone comes to help someone, then the other group that don't like the people that are helping them come to kill them, and then fucking spirals. Thus does thus the bad phone lives. Yeah, I mean yeah, that's I'm... a big issue, right? The medium scale fights immediately deteriorate to becoming something that we already have, and there's the big scale fights on border systems, just that it's now spread out everywhere in the universe. And the other stuff just goes missing completely. There's nothing to replace it. There's nowhere to replace it. I mean, I think that with the addition of Zarzak, Losek is going to get a lot more popular with a completely different set of people. I think that's probably you good. You mean that, like people leaving their staging and fucking blow up 250 people and then going and shitting on like fucking, I don't know, Shadok or Hill bashing their head against some like equally dumb Russians? I mean, yeah, I do. That's exactly what I mean. I, I like, why is that exactly. good for the game that those medium groups can't exist and have fights? Well, they can exist and they can have fights. I, I don't, well, I don't they, really they understand. So I do, I do have the map. So I do have the yeah. map that Hoff made. Um, here's the, this is your jump drive map. I was trying to figure out who lives in these places. So who lives in Curse down there? Is that a part of the Southeast Agreement, or is it... It's on the border. Like you Curse can hit not, but most of the cluster around it is. The, essentially everything up and around to the right of it is in the agreement. Okay. And so Curse now has an access point from Turner, which is where Big AB lives. Uh, and then Frat lives up in HP, or HTACP, and... Al Savoynan is in Black Rise, right? Al Savoynan's in Titan Range, or like one jump from Titan Range from Raka Pass, and it's right next to Enid and pretty much the Imperium then. It's placid. I mean, the Imperium is still pretty far away from that. I get what's like what? It's, it's like nine jumps. It's like nine jumps from one DQ to Al Savoynan with jump bridges. Yeah. That's not too bad. And for Horde, <laughs> it's how many? We have the gate and then Titan Bridge to get to Zerzak. It's like uh, 19 gems, I think, if we walk from MJ. I can check that. Horde are like the furthest Damn. away from a, uh, yeah. from a gate. So Horde are far away, goons are close. Well, so goons are close. close. Why didn't Here's they show something up? from Kenneth Field. It says Frat 6, and it's 6. Goons are 19, if you counted right. Um, that's with the jump that's with jump bridges, or the Titan bridge, but the jump bridges. Um, looks like Pam Pam's a long way away at 21 or 22. Oh, 10 or 12 for B2. That's where that's coming from, Kenneth. I don't, don't think it's 21 for goons. I think it's a lot less than that. No, it said 19 for goons. Can you let me just check? No, it says, yeah, if no Titan bridges or jump bridges are used. 19. I mean, Titan bridges and jump bridges are part of the game. I mean, well, I know, but you're just saying that's the distance. That's the distance it is if you just fly gates. It's 19. We can't uh, the route. Uh, we can't really shave that much off that route with the Titan bridges. The thing. I'll look right now. I, I mean, like either way, splits. that's not yeah, yeah. that many jumps to get there, right? Correct. Plus, with all the space you guys hold, there's a a good chance that you get a wormhole that goes into Turner, right? And then you just have to scan it down and go right in. But no, the the question though is so are there fights that are happening here like now and previously? Like, down near Turner, there's a lot of fights between Shadow Cartel and Parallaxis or whatever you call those dumb versions. And those fights like frequently involve caps. A train wreck used to fight there when they were alive, now they're dead. But like yeah, there'd be fights there. In the Alsavonan area, uh, like Oiks and stuff like that, you'd have fights between Sedded and like other faction warfare shitters. Frequently a lot in the USTZ for some reason. 
maybe like drop taps and stuff like that. So there is fights all happening there and stuff, right? And that's just dead after this. Okay. And then so, but in Turner though, that's kind of like Thera, isn't it? It's Thera yeah, with caps. No, I mean in the sense that it's not really like supposed to be livable space. It's like Losec Thera, basically. No, it's completely livable. It's just it's just normal Losec, which is like fucked on wormholes. Yeah, Ansiblex and Stargate. It's twelve jumps from DQ to Elsa, though. That's not too far at all. So I mean, you it's definitely could have. Yeah, because right. you guys could have piled in if your FCs weren't so lazy. Oh yeah. Whoa, that's an accusation. <laughs> it's trash talk Tuesday. Ooh. Are you kidding me? If the goons FCs weren't lazy, they would have started an offensive campaign sometime in the last checks watch two and a half years. I, I don't think it's necessarily. I, I don't think it's necessarily that the FCs are lazy. I I think it's. The bureaucracy that's lazy. I also don't know. Should ask Alex Ferrari that because he was there in a capsule, as far as I saw yesterday. They were already yes. goons there and like small shit. I just I don't know how comfortable like some goon FC in China times. I would feel comfortable taking battleships to go fight FRT and snuff. Oh, oh, you think you think the they would time, let that guy take out battleships? Just, I, I, I don't. I don't care about internal like fucking null brain drama. But I'm just like talking about like, would you do that? That's and so here we see do. where Mifun has an axe to grind. He is desperate to leak secrets right now, team. We need a poll in the chat, DTM. Should we let Mifun leak Mifun, his dirty goon secrets? Secret, I will tell you uh, how big the Horde Nagelfar fleet issue cache is. Holy shit, Mifun, that is such a good trade. <laughs> no one knows that except for two people. I mean, I don't have secrets, I have opinions. So you said opinions can be secret. You know, I probably could have milked that bit for like ten minutes. You haven't opinions leaked. relate to secrets all too well. But anyway, so, so we got we got frat we got frat up by venal, and so based on what you're saying, there's not going to be any more fights in these areas. Now, are there other areas for the people in the these areas of space to go? Like space isn't full, right? Plenty of room. Like, no one lives in like derelict and like there's just a, there's a lot of shit in Lilsec or Lilsec regions, but no one lives there. Nothing happens there. The problem is they've put it in the two big regions where all the content is, which is faction warfare, in case. Like no one's gonna go like fucking third party like Rocket X's creative plats because they don't do anything aside from gank fucking morons. Super At the same time, right, it connects the faction warfare regions and it connects the regions that are close to Jita. And especially if you're in a small group that doesn't have a jump freighter service working 24-7. Having some adjacency to Jita is really nice. So I doubt there are not many smaller groups that go down to like Iridia or that or those low regions close to Quarius. Because it's just a logistics edge. There's a lot of overhead if you're doing logistics and you only have so few shoulders to spread that out on, right? So everybody has to pull more weight. So people in smaller groups try to tend to be somewhere close to a logistics hub just so that logistics load is on uh, is smaller and having yeah. that huge distance now left is going to be very very toxic to smaller groups because those systems that are, that are now left are very very far away from jita i mean jita isn't the only trade hub though like i understand it's yeah. probably it is, the it highest by point. volume but it is at this point ama is basically useless if you want to field anything that needs a couple of ex more expensive modules that you tend to need if you try to fight up in smaller groups like, like, I get, get your, like, playing Dallas Advocate, right? But there's a reason no one lives in those places at the moment. They're just terrible places to live with nothing going on. What makes them terrible? There's nothing going on. There's no one around. Like, I mean, yeah, Faction Warfare is both drawing a lot of people to the low sec, plus it's more valuable. People are there to go do it, right? 
other low site does it has not had that type of content update in a while. There's a bunch like, of exploration sites and that's about it. Like what are you gonna do in fucking Aridia or Derelict in your spare time? Hunt morons. That's it. Yeah. Uh die to LSH, it sounds like. They never What? They that's what? Awful. That's what they're doing. They're the ones hunting the morons, right? That's the Yeah, no, I'm the moron in that situation. <laughs> I get it. It's fine. I've been killed by LSH enough to admit that. It's okay. But, like, my thing is, is that if you don't like what is happening to the space that you're living in, then just move. Go to a different space and I make mean, the I content mean, like happen. Telling... No, I was just going to say, like, I mean, the argument essentially is that, yeah, this this will have this effect where it presses those smaller groups into other space, and that the reality is it's not as good, it's harder to live there, there's less going on, those people will either quit, their smaller groups might break up, they join larger groups, and the, the blockification march continues, is the argument. And, and I think there's a strong case for that, having been true over the last you know, maybe decade out of Eve's life a little less, uh, and for that to continue with this sort of effect, especially because those are con high content areas that now are subject to a lot more uh, interesting things at scale. Let's say. I mean, they're subject to more traffic. I mean, that's pretty much the, it. The, the, the big problem here is right. Yeah, there is more traffic, more people coming in, but the amount of people and the blocks of people that are coming in, where is where exactly what these people trying to live in these areas were trying to avoid by going there. It's so not the same scale of traffic. It's not yeah. more of that same type of group. It's multiple battleship fleets of, of people who yeah. have infinite SRP funds. No, and I, I completely agree with that because that's exactly what happened to us last night. I got killed by like a hundred brave and random other people's battleships. I was just chilling in Zarzak. Mind my own business, but I got I ran into this what giant a, fleet. That's exactly what happened that's to me. A, it's a reprisal for you trying to bait us without a war deck on that one high sec timer. I forget when that was. Um. So what about Zarzak things being done? Is it maybe CCP just trying to cut a corner instead of dealing with kind of the elephant in the room? That area doesn't have very many really good connections. No, I mean, I don't, I don't know if it's that deep, to be honest, and, and this may sound like a very simpleton kind of thing, mm. but um, they, they were hinting at this at FanFest, uh, they, they were hinting, hinting at this at FanFest, and I uh, was speaking to, I believe it was CCP Ghost at the bar at one point or whatever, and like, the direction that I'm kind of seeing, like as far as big picture wise, just from the outside looking in, it looks like that all of this stuff that is culminating with faction warfare and the, the new and havoc in November and all that, uh, I feel like it's almost like a testing ground for what CCP is trying to plan for, for NOSEC. Right. And, and bear with me here. Right. Um, take, for example, you know, you had the faction warfare revamp, you had the frontline system, all of that stuff. And now with, uh, with, uh, the pirates getting involved, you're having a third party come into play with, uh, into a fight that is normally, yes, the, 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 thank you, Redline for pulling this up. You have, um, you have the pirate stuff coming in being like a third party to those faction warfare mechanics, and I feel like that they're not, I don't want to say that they're going to copy paste faction warfare and make that the new sob system, but I think that they are going to take some things from this 
and make it into a new sob system like they hinted at that chart there the the frontline system so what if a way of dealing with floodplains is some sort of similar mechanic where your outlying borders are much weaker than your interior infrastructure right i mean just just to i'm pretty sure at the last fan fest when they released faction warfare changes they said it was going to be a test bed for soft changes so i mean that that was pretty much confirmed 18 months right. ago roughly right but it, it's more leaning heavily into it and i feel like we're starting to kind of get that little peak of the big brain i think what this is is some role-playing fucking dweeb being like how cool would it be if we had a system that connected the garistas the angels and the two faction warfare fronts as a big hub wouldn't that be no, really thematic and that's the dumb shit we've got because i don't think anyone but fucking brain can look at this gameplay wise and like you know, this is a good idea. I, I really wonder if they just needed like a system where everybody could join into easy, right? And they th- thought, oh, okay, let's just move people in from a bunch of regions. And then mm-hmm. we can use that ship caster to get them out, completely forgetting if you make it a two-way street, that that system is a distribution hub for everything. As the, everything so, so. and not just the faction warfare part, right? Like, if Zazak would be one way, I think all these issues would basically disappear and you would still have the the yeah, storyline end, and I think I hope they they go that route and make Saza gates a one way street. Yeah, you can go out and out the gate you came in, or not, not any other gates. Or and just then you can use one way and take the ship cast out, right? Or fill them. Well, if, you, if you're not impi- if you're not in pirates or whatever, then you can't. But like, I don't think there's anything bad about that. People leave the gate. Yeah, leave them. Yeah, they have several avenues to fix that with a hot fix that doesn't take too much work. Or just give it like some big of fucking like unique fatigue thing, like oh, you can only take these gifts like once every five hours or something. Yeah, yeah. I think if they were to do the one way thing, I think what you might end up seeing is somewhere it's like our polarization or something. So you you can't get stuck there, or you can use it to transit, um, but it's not. You can't be moving a fleet through there the same way. That still doesn't necessarily help because if you only have like an hour polarization. Your op is probably going to last longer than like well, half yeah, an hour, like five hours or something. Maybe. It has to be, or, a long or just, or just only. Can you clone jump into the station? Mm, we don't know. Mm-hmm. It's unestablished. Only, yeah, it's weirdo. Ten point standings can dock, so yeah. no one knows yet. It's not weird. It's just for the true deathless. Johnny, you had a question, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, my question was: Do you think Zozak would be better or worse if they let Caps go into it and use it to transit? That was my first idea. It was oh, like, oh, if we can you. teleport. We can teleport Caps to Elsevoin, and it occurs that would be really cool. Better. Definitely better. I think Fraternity's position on this is that the teleporting battleship fleets are going to continue until morale improves. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's kind of the position that you would have to take, right? Because if you don't take that position, your enemy Uh definitely will. Yes, it's interesting. It's a two-way sword, though, because now B2 is hitting the QCAM and Suplex every single day because they can teleport up there as well. Yeah. Right. And all, the, all those a... structures anchored in each of those systems is equally threatened to the extent any structure is by all the people on the other end in a way that it wouldn't have been a week ago. Johnny, yeah. you just made me fucking check what QCAB what even was. <laughs> I had to open the map to check. E-Magic remembers is where QCAB That's mm. the name of the gate. Is there now? My microphone working now. Yeah. Where where exactly is this? Because so these guys the, live the here. Jump gate. It's the jump gate that we take up to from Fortech H. You got like one jump, take an Anzaplex into QCAB, and then it's like an extra few jumps to HTechP and the Zarzak gate. Oh, gotcha. In Fratsmus. So they're shutting off your access through the jump gate. I mean, I mean they're yeah, slowing they it down nominally. It's up right now, I think. So 
I guess the the question though, and I just I'm looking at the positioning of like you know where these gates are on the map, just you know how close everyone really is. I don't know, man. I think I think that you might see. I think we're gonna see more fights. Honestly, I think you might see less expensive stuff in those fights, but if I catch wind of a fight and I have access to a group of people to ping to go to it, I'm going to, regardless of how anybody feels about it. For sure. I mean, like this is the thing, right? Those fights just aren't going to happen, though. Because why would you? Why would well, you have a cartel put caps on grid with parallaxes when they know we're going to be there in ten? I mean. Why was mm -hmm. there a fight last night in HTAC-P? Okay, because let the me, game you wanted to fight is the answer. Let me right. dispute Redline's point differently. Right? Yes, you would. You maybe would have gone if you could get 20 or 30 or 40 to that fight yesterday. You were there, right? Or to some fight like that. But very quickly, one step further, in fact, of escalation, and that fight turns into something where everyone in every Discord is saying, oh, Nullsec, oh, the tight eye, oh, I hate this shit, why do we play this game, and on and on, and no one is, and if you're, it'll be people saying, why would you even go to this fight? Who plays Eve, right? I can see it in my mind's eye, the chat, right now. That is only one additional battleship fleet away from those numbers, you know? I mean, if Goons had pinged, Horde would have pinged, I'm pretty sure. It, People ask me why you why why did Goon show up? Are your FCs lazy? For God's sake! You didn't form because you wanted to save us. I, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying anything like that. I'm just saying that you know I see an alternate timeline where this escalates further because I've seen that timeline before as people bitch about our fights, right? So I I very much take the point that these smaller groups are saying what you know what is the future for us, and that it feels like there's only going to be more of these, and we wanted out of that garbage. Uh, that's you know I'm listening. I think we all agree with that in principle. In, in terms because of the what if it expands, what if, oh, yeah. what if the gates expand and you have new locations around the map that are opened up? I mean that would just make it worse. That that wouldn't fix things. It would just I make mean, it a I, whole lot worse. I I played a lot more of this game before Phoebe. For those who aren't like in the know, I don't want to go back. More uh, prediction bad. Yeah. I mean, I, I get I mean, it, the, but the, if, the bottom line is, if, if small groups, if small groups want to use it to fight, they're going to use it to fight. The problem is, is that when you have those small gangers bringing twenty to thirty people, people like Big Ab, people like Goons, people like Horde, you know, some FC somewhere of some larger alliance is going to catch wind of like, I don't fucking know, Shadow Cartel fighting somebody, right? Uh, and they're going to escalate because they want free kills and it's easy access to get to, to the system. So they go there. And then by the time they get here, one of, there, one of two things is going to happen. Other big groups are going to catch wind and also go there and cause a tie dye fight. Or the small gangers are going to bitch that they're getting blobbed. And there's no healthy middle between that. What about the, uh, so in this case, which areas do you think, like, I know they're going to probably extend this invitation later on. These are just the first two groups. And if they think it's successful, they'll probably expand this to probably the rest of both Empire Space and other locations. Where do you think they will not go? They shouldn't go to the dead regions, like Derelict. When do we get in a fucking Drolands gate, dude? Whoa, let's not, let's not get crazy here. Yeah, no, that <laughs> can't take it as well. On the other station as well that you can dock in. So it, advancing my devil's advocate narrative, because I tried really hard to like go against it, but I can't help myself. 
So if what's going to happen is that everybody from everywhere is going to come to all of these fights, then why did that fight last night even happen in the first place? Because was it pre-pinked? It, was, what, was no? it like a timer? Was it a timer for something? Yeah, it was, I mean, it was, an, it was an after anchoring. Yeah, it was a big ABS anchoring off the Zarzite gate in right. HTTP. So if you have a Fortizar hold timer, for example, in Rural Curse or somewhere like that, right? Mm-hmm. That's like how many days notice for everyone to get ready to go through their gates? I don't know. You tell me. You're the like, one with the point to make. I mean, it, it just gets worse like the longer timers are for stuff, right? Because then people have time to get ready and know about all this stuff. I mean, because I guess. Some small organic How long does it take you to form a fleet? Uh, depends, like five minutes sometimes. Yeah, it so depends. that's really all you needed. That's all the time you needed to get ready. It, it, you know, form a fleet, five minutes, like, go fight. That's that's how quick this is, right? That's how that's how quick this system is going to be to ruin all of the fights in these regions of space. But it's yeah, not. It didn't happen. Because the like, fight took 10 minutes, and it was over. And no one else even knew it was happening. It's, it's the R benefit, right? Like, it was a snuff's benefit what happened on, like, I think it was Sunday with FRT. But, like, if you honestly can look at what happened there, where FRT were able to move two battleship fleets on an immune fleet with, like, zero commitment or, like, investment in doing that, then you should probably ask your mother to apologize for drinking when you're in the womb. Because, like, the dumbest shit they've had in the game for as long as I've been playing. The thing so is, what... right, if you were a medium-sized group and you got evicted by a bigger group in the past, you at least had the feeling of achieving something because you made a big group commit and move their assets and take a huge logistics and with them. With this, you get just get shot down by something that didn't require any commitment from the other party. And that's the very frustrating thing. Like, the commitment to build something and to create something is so much higher than what is now needed to kick over that sandcastle from the other side with basically no commitment from that side. And that imbalance will lead that it's very frustrating to be in a medium-sized group. It, it involves like also like loads of incentive to actually deploy to certain areas. Like why would you ever deploy the curse when you can be closer to some KISS systems and curse from Turner? Mm-hmm. That also means that you're also going to have a lot more like beachheading too. So these areas that on the Hoff map, if somebody wanted to, they can basically build up little fortresses that can bounce right through and whoever controls those four zones, they're basically going to have full access and speed to anybody who tries to attack. I don't think that anybody's going to be able to control those four zones. They're all across the fucking galaxy, no, it my man. Have to be... <laughs> okay, well, hold on, sir. You just take the fucking gate. What does that even... <laughs> How does that work? The gates it's are also a... near ungate campable because they're so control... fucking big. Yeah, control is the wrong term, but right. But we're not talking about the right thing. It's relatively easy to get a set of structures down in any, in any places you want to be functional in on the end of those gates. And it's a lot easier to probably defend them since you can easily reach them than it would have been. It's not the same as saying you control that whole area oh, as if you have like space. umbrella yeah, superiority, sure. right? right? But you have the ability to operate throughout that area without a lot of penalty I mean, and with the ability to defend your ship. The major struggle is just putting a chitin at each end and then you can just jump through the gate, walk to a bridge to wherever the fuck you want to go within range of the jump gate, right? That's that's the main struggle. The structures are fucking trivial to put down because it's right, like a 24-hour yeah. anchoring time. And, and relatively easy to defend. What's going to happen, and my group would definitely not do, actually I'm not going to say it on stream, but what's going to happen is there will be one Titan per alliance that will always be available at the end of these in a pass, probably, I think. Don't even, like, you just have a pass offline with no shields and no one even draws attention to it. Yeah, and there exactly. you go, you online it, like, it's, it's fucking, like, it's so fucking. So, Johnny, I, I know that you are, you're, you're kind of a big honcho in BFL. What are your plans to destroy all medium groups through the use of this superhighway? Um, 
like in general, we try not to punch down. We try and punch up and take hard fights. Like our ethos. Oh, okay. Um, Kazanir, I know you don't do like a whole lot militarily, but do you know if goons have any plans on um crushing medium groups through the use of this super highway? This is, but this is not how it works. Like I, I see your point that you're trying to make. So but the thing the, is, it doesn't require like like some super organized group. It needs some medium sized. It needs one FC from all the alliances to be involved with someone on the other side that is currently taking a fight and that is bad for me. Yeah, and Gideon's I'm... correct. It's going to be FC seeing opportunistic chances to go get dunks and get their members fights and get, you know, pad their own resumes and that kind of thing. Basically, this is like the test that is done with children, right? Where you give them a piece of candy and if they don't take it for 10 minutes, they get a second piece of candy. What you are trying asking people is that the FCs don't take the first piece of candy. And if you know anything about psychology to humans, they always take the first piece of candy I'm, if you give it to I'm, them. I'm curious, just like, I... I... Just so we're clear, I'm not taking a side in this conversation right at the moment. I am curious because if you have an opportunistic FC who's looking at a situation and going, I could get a dunk here, what do you guys think the odds are that someone else is going to also be looking and then suddenly you have a fight that would have not happened otherwise prop up? No, because the content's only there because the fight's happening. At the initial fight, it's just not going to happen, right? Like You will not see like Shadow Cartel fielding dreads close to these holes if they know that they are prob they probably have spies from Snuffed Out oh, yeah. or some other groups in their group and, and, and people know that stuff is going to happen. They're just not starting the fight in the first place. I was going to say, I wanted to respond to Redline's question about do we have plans. A, I object to the idea that we plan that anyone believes that. B, we kill medium-sized groups by accident. They're right. So, and that, I think, aligns with what was said on, by others on the stream, that it happens by accident as FCs go just going for content looking to pad their kill boards, doing whatever, showing up, because if they don't show up, they'll get called lazy, and on and on and on. So, I'm so just really... To add... Sorry, DTM, can I throw in? Yeah, yeah, go for it, too. I was going to say, even to add to that, you don't have to consistently show up as a big alliance to smother a smaller one. You just right. need to show up once or twice, and then the ever-present threat that you could will enough, yeah. choke yeah. them out, right? Which is the problem. We see like, that even... with... Well, even seeing Snuff deployed to Curse, right? Like, some of the smaller groups there, even before the presence of the fucking gates, like, oh, Snuff's here, so we, like, have to start our structure, uh, unanchored structures, or the structures are just going to kind of die, right? And then you amplify that with the fact that Snuff can now, like, tap Frat on the shoulder, for example, when they're trying to anchor something, and then suddenly you've got two battleship fleets coming out of fucking nowhere. Yeah. And it happens once, right? And then you now have to think, okay, if we're ever taking a fight in AU time zone. You've now got a really bored Chinese wing who doesn't have a very high possibility of 300 battleships that have got nothing better to do. It's like it's kind of fucking garbage. But it also goes the other way. So it's one of those by accident just right now in Skaldic Pass as well, right? Like you see the same mechanics working out with slower lines completely extracting and Southern Syndicate. Like there were concerted efforts by the groups of like Amelia Dust Space and these people going into there. You have Try going in there, and we were in the same theater, and that was just too much for Slow to handle. And I assure you wasn't... that that was not what brought down the Slow Alliance. It was, there was like, more. There, there were other, there were other that, things yeah. as well, but but I I assure you, from, uh, yeah. fifteen nanogangers <laughs> was too scary for Shadow Cartel. Try and fucking DB seven, yeah. Please. It's um, not that. It's it's also other parts. I talked with the people today. So uh logistics are a little tricky too. Um, 
just just the threat of multiple groups going in there and and them not having a good oversight of what is happening right a that threat alone can implode a medium-sized alliance I think, um, like, especially over time a good example of this is why you don't see mo like small groups run crab beacons right because you've broadcast your, your crab beacon up you know you have to defend yourself by what could ever show up for your drifter wormhole which is probably going to be 200 kikis right so these people just don't self-select to run those beacons now, if you're having a fight in, in any anywhere near any of those areas, you have to self-select as someone who can deal with whatever comes through those gates. I mean, I see your point, right? But I feel like people will still select to do that because no, these small not. fights aren't always okay. like, they I, aren't I've long been fights, these people right? For years, if there's a whiff of a snuff person being in a mid near a fight in some regional losec, that fight doesn't happen. Now, no there isn't a whiff. There is a Titan Bridge ready to go to Aslavonin for Snuff to be in that fight. There is no way that Snuffed Turner. Out has that big of an impact on the video game. In Losec, uh, we do. There's no way. Is that I mean, real? In Losec, yeah. they do. I can guarantee there are things that have not happened near Vale in, in Losec that we would go to because we know there is a Snuff sign. Like, um, go, tr go try and find a Citadel near Snuff in our space. There isn't. We're all dead. The only people that can anchor Citadels are fucking... FRT. Wow. I mean, I mean, overall, this is just really scary. You see people from like every walk of Eve Online that are sitting here and saying like, "This is not great. This is not a good thing." We have like, we have null block figureheads. We have null block FCs. We have line members. We have you know low sec groups that are not liking this. We have small gang guys who don't like this. We have solo guys. Like even Stitch, when I had asked him about it, said it was kind of a, a lot. Um. And it just goes back to this concept of like sometimes question marks about too, it too. too much like, okay. projection. Yeah, Millen's from high sec, right? Well, high and low. That's usually where I operate. Okay. Yeah, I and I, well, I don't know if the high sec people really care about this, but like it, it's it's overwhelming and like how much control this is given. So like snuffed is one problem. The null blocks are a whole other issue when it comes to this. Like. You know, Horde being the furthest away, it's just a it's a it's a dangerous game that CCP is playing. Which is, I'll, I'll be honest, why I think come you know next month, um, I'm sorry, two months, whatever, when Havoc gets released and it and we're sitting here and it's like, all right, the patch is out. It probably won't look anything like. I wouldn't be surprised if it gets hot fixed in like two or three weeks. So you're asking Redline if, if like the no blocks plan to be cunts about this, right? We definitely plan to be cunts about this, right? Like if we can go fucking beat the shit out of Parallaxis every day with no investment on our side, we're going to do that. It's just going to happen. There's no reason for us not to. It's fun content for us. Well, did you do it today? Uh, we had a successful fleet and then we had an unsuccessful fleet. Yeah, I think it went the other way today, didn't it? But No, we're 50-50. We're minus so, 50 bill for the day. But doing that though, like you specifically no because they're not doing anything a month i don't suspect they'll actually ever do anything again because they know it's gonna happen People so were they doing stuff before and they stopped yes, all yes. the time yeah all the time and the second we start moving dreads and caps the fight stops okay but like i i, I don't i don't think you understand state. how hard I, it is for us to get a fight on low sec i don't like, we, i really don't we, but we, i mean if you have if you want us. someone to blame for it you can blame yourselves like yeah, I'm you're yourself, pieces right, of shit in the video game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Being know, honest, but, like no one wants to a... fight you for fun, and no one wants to feed you content because you're cunts. Yeah, and you CCP make it your it... brand. A nice CCP have made it easier for us. CCP have given this as like a nice I mean, gift. Good for you, right? Why are you we complaining? We don't want it. 
I would, um, I would, I would if you don't want it, then don't use it. It's pretty simple, no, right? That, that's not how it works, though. I if mean, you don't want it, it is. Use it. You don't use the tools. Works. You're in a huge advantage in this game. We, well, we use anything. It's kind of like an ecosystem where if you have wolves eating all the prey, eventually the ecosystem collapses. And supposedly, oh, that's actually, I'm. Millant, there's like a lot of, you should read the literature on video game ecosystems and MMO ecosystems. Like an MMO is an ecosystem. It's not like an ecosystem. And in a sandbox like EVE Online, you have different kinds of players. A lot of people talk about like Care Bears or Crabs versus like PVPers or Hunters or whatever. And like there's a lot of like interesting interplay. But the problem is, is like... Now every pack of wolves can be anywhere they want, and when they can be anywhere mm. they want, it's esta bueno, it's no bueno. As you know, as I think I've heard, seen in text twice tonight, and I think I've heard once, teleporting battleship fleets will continue until morale improves. That's, that is my line for this whole Zarzak at this point. Mm. Yeah, I don't remember if I heard you or Kaz say it. It, first. it was me. It was me. It's my. It's been my line for the last couple of days. Ever since everyone got super upset. Uh, yeah, I was quoting him. We have the source of the quote right here for us, man. I I appreciate it. But, I mean, it's it sucks. And it, and it sucks because they could have done, like, there's so much they could have done to make this just not an issue on, upon release. You know what it's I mean? It's too bad like, we're... It's too bad we're talking about this again. All the rest of the Havoc stuff is so good. Yeah, yeah right. Great. Yeah, All the, yeah. the mini ships are pretty exciting. New Titan looks pretty cool. Lots of stuff that's But also, you can't fight I mean, in the game anymore on a medium scale. I mean, I don't think that that's going to be true. I I feel like so. And this is that's this why you're is, wrong. That's why you're what wrong. I'm Rather, thinking I, is I'm going to happen. You right so now, just, we like, will use this to snuff just, like every single okay. bit of content we can in the okay. Eastern War Zone in any time zone. No ifs, no buts. That's going to happen. We're going to do that. All right. So basically, what you're saying is that you and snuffed out. Are going to just kill everything that you can possibly see. Yep, Shadow Cartel drops a single dread. We're gonna go and kill it. Well, good, Not go reason. kill it. What about like, if no, What about no, if I bring people, twenty I people to, to a, a pirate game. insurgency space to do a, a crab site or something? Are you well, gonna come kill us there? Yeah, sure. He's a yeah? or something. I don't know. Yeah, I mean. Why would they not? There's a million different ways to die in the West, dude. You can't be every one of them, man. You're not that scary. Like, I don't mean to be rude, but I think this is coming from like you've never had to actually organize any like any of this stuff or deal with any of this stuff on this sort of scale. Any of what kind of stuff? Deciding I... when and when not to take a fight? Yeah. Yes, because of course I have. Like 400 people coming to it. Like, what do you mean? That's what you do every time you take a fight, because if a fight escalates and goes into tie-dye, that can happen anyways. Can it not? It's no, different if no, you have you, habitual you, use of capsule grid. It it's different, it's different if we have to take... Alright, Jordy, Fights actually cannot me. escalate into tie-dye. Well, prior to this, if you are unwilling to allow it to happen, right? Yeah, I agree. It, the set pieces are pretty easy to see coming. Well, they were. Oh, hey, it's Jordy. Hey, like, the most irregular thing in the game, in terms of getting projected on, if you were to take a timer, especially if you're fighting someone local, would be, like, 60 CFIs or something through a Turner wormhole, right? Which you can then scout or crit in advance or do anything. But if I attack anyone who has a timer in CNTZ and they want to blob me, they can get Fraternity. If I attack anyone in US time zone and they want to blob me, they can get Big AB. These are things you have to consider for 
functionally every single timer um, because people love ganks in this game. There's no way that leads to more fights. I think you're completely wrong. And who can you get? No one. I hate pathfunding. So that's a you problem yet again. No, it is like, your you inability you know? to engage in social situations that prevent so, you so, from having people to come sure. fight on your behalf. Yep, that's totally bathrooms. true. However, I will not be fighting. So the fight yeah. will not occur. Okay. And that, even if you do bathroom, right? Say Jordy bathrooms fucking goons to come help against Big Up, then Horde form and come for the other fucking hole, and then goons are Horde there, and then you're having the same fucking fight that they have every two fortnights. Is it really the battle zones will be concentrated around these gate ending points. The battle at that point no longer becomes about my group and our timer versus whoever we're attempting to have a conflict with. It has escalated beyond our thing. It is uh, essentially meaningless at that point for any sort of local context or narrative or conflict and it's just another blob timer so i have right. no interest in backhoning for it i have no interest in fighting around it and the fight won't occur at that point and, and so this just leads to completely removing the identity of his group right like we we are again removing medium-sized entities completely out of the game by just removing any incentive to be in them and giving them an identity because every fight completely deteriorates very very quickly to a fight between the big blocks that already exist and that can f already are fighting somewhere else there's just no need for it like where's the benefit that's that's the question here any mechanic that enhances production helps the big groups run the small groups almost indefinitely and it's not even like i'm mad about being blobbed right 60 cfis throw a wormhole against 20 people is whatever it's one in completely unlimited amount of mass two complete and utter um like ease of use mm -hmm. it's extra it's extremely simple to just move from north to south there's no limiting factor behind it you might it's like gating like three jumps over and there you are you're in a system ready to kill my 20 bargusts or whatever with 300 nightmares there is no strategic trade-off whatsoever it's just a massive buff to ganking and at that point i don't know you might as well just like disband so, I mean, if yeah, what are you gonna do instead of fighting now that go back to the fights anywhere Go back to a wormhole and run ESSs. Well, I mean, you guys were talking so about... Now. <laughs> Go ahead, Gideon. What are you saying? That system is so overused now. If you consider those wormhole exits everywhere in space, and you take the blobs range from all these exits at the same time as all the exits of Turner, look at that coverage. And everybody that is covered by that has to think about Big AB or somebody else coming from Turner with that projection. Or anyone who... <laughs> or yeah. anyone who scans Turner whatsoever, right? Like... Yeah, I don't know. Um, Hypothetically, if in it get a gate in the future, they, they could just go through they it. Have a with gate. Their, oh, okay. Even better. If they have a gate, dude. Oh, even better, dude. I don't know where in it live. Uh, but don't, yeah. but in, don't like, you prepare for those things coming. anyways? Like, no, you prepare no. you prepare no. for the reality that someone's going to bat phone no, you, against you. Can, you. You do not prepare to fight everyone on the map. You, there's obvious threats, right? Generally. Um, on who you would have to fight in any local conflict. So I, I'll just use Gorin's deployment as an example. We're fighting like Tri, Shadow Cartel, and some Russians, nominally. Um, and we, you have to prepare, obviously, for anyone who they would regularly bat phone. Big AB, because Turner exists and they regularly scout the area. But now you also have to just account for anyone from across the map deploying. So if at any point you see a blob on the map, you have to take into consideration and probably assume that it is going to come to your timer. If they, otherwise, like, you're just feeding. So look at this look at this map here, Jordy, on the screen. Mm -hmm. What in which areas like what color space is unlivable according to you? Probably yellow. So that would be the outer ring, solitude, domain, the, the void, the bleak lands, derelict, molten heath, 
yeah, I don't think you can run a successful offensive campaign in those yellow spaces unless you have like extreme numeric superiority or the other yeah, team is yeah, like not even remotely equal to you. That's like half of branch though. Brother, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. What are you gonna do in branch? Yeah, I don't I don't think anyone's going to branch anytime soon. Like we Bro, it's gonna change change how fade and pure blind. Yeah, it's gonna change how people play in those areas. You fucking start a fight and then and it takes like seven right. gates and appears behind you. It's like, oh okay, I guess I'm fighting all this now. It's completely game warping to play yeah. in those areas. You have to have a very large group, I think, to be able to do any objective based gameplay. If you have to begin planning for like, I don't know, hundred, two hundred man fleets from anywhere on the map coming on yeah. top of you. Can I get a copy much, of that image with a legend? Just covered, yeah, can you yeah. explain what the yellow is? Um, is this like Blobs Range or what? Like, it doesn't range. seem like. So from initially, the, uh, from the four gates, one yeah. range and then two jumps, three jumps. Yeah. So initially, I was gonna use it as like, uh, like a comfort level for how long it would take to travel out of this place because I was gonna you know, go from the position that dope. But you guys are doing a really good job convincing me that it, it and I hate not. you. For it's going to annihilate all the mid and small groups, Red Lion. I just so like I do want to like... ask you, Johnny, though, because I I know people say that you're you know you're attached to Horde and you're not a small mid group, but BFL is like a middle sized group. I would consider them. It's that. like a few hundred people. Yeah, that's do crazy. You, do you think that I mean, is this are these gates impacting your operations? So, in I live in X forty seven. I can be in Curse and four jumps with Titan Bridge. It's yeah, very, so, very, very powerful. And so are you using it to go to Curse and do things? Like, no, because people... we're under contact with Nereus right now. We're paid by Nereus to fight for him and Pure Blind. Right. So, and that's kind of the thing, Jordy, is that you people mention, all, you're, you guys are mentioning all these different alliances that are going to be bat-phoned and blah, blah, blah. But mm -hmm. do you think all of these alliances have nothing better to do than help randos and some random system halfway across the galaxy that doesn't matter to them if the randos yes. are fighting people they just like yes absolutely okay but you know. could have been doing everything but you Dude, hunting deity them anyway runs, hunting deity runs the most stupid like objectiveless fleets of all time there's no reason he wouldn't just go blob someone to be like bro i killed some there is a reason dude. losers you know he doesn't have easy access to a gate reason. fucking horde lol no easy access to yeah, exactly. a gate. It's like 20 jumps or some shit, but they're the only ones. No, but what I'm yes. saying... So you said that if it's somebody that you that you dislike, you'll definitely be there. But you're going to be there anyways if you know that that timer is happening. Not necessarily. No. No. I think and, there's a psychology no, 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 to some no, of these like, that's pretty important to understand. Um, BFL tends to, at least from what I've observed, go and create their own timers. They're not like being content vampires, so to speak. But... Anyone who's going to go through these wormholes generally is a content vampire, right? Like, define it, that. Okay, content vampire being they are not a primary creator of a timer, neither the defender nor the attacker. They are responding either to having scouted the timer and they're just going to gank, or they're being batphoned. Gotcha. Continue. So the 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 fort in Curse is a really good example, right? That yes. the only reason Frat went to that fort was because the first time one was dropped was Jakar. And in that time zone, that would have been... But we wouldn't have, you know, we wouldn't have gated 50 jumps to go there if it wasn't for that connection. With two battleship fleets in a With two battleship fleets. Like, we might have taken like some CFIs or something, but we... You might have seen the Turner Sig or something be able to take a wormhole down, at worst. But not fucking armor battleships. Easy question, Redline, right? How many groups do you think can fight 250 TFI fleets? In I AU mean, time zone. In AU time zone? In, or in general. In any, or, uh, or in general, just 250 TFIs. Who can fight that? I would say Horde, Goons, 
big A B. Depends big if you have caps or not. Basically, big, they're not big up and stuff can with cap advantage in their home areas. But the problem is with these gates, you're not just fighting two hundred fifty battleships then because all the groups are coming like half middle and star. Yeah, but we could just take that line right, and you can name at most five six groups, and you're done. All the other groups cannot exist in the areas that were on the map. That's basically what it comes down to. I mean, you're still putting a lot of faith in people deciding to take, you know, I, I am telling you, we're going to be fleets. awful cons about this. Like, it is going to happen. I, I don't, I don't want, know what more you. You want saw it happening yourself. I did. I did see it happening. Yeah, I, I think I absolutely did. But it wasn't so everybody. Do you yeah, think that guy in Goons is like named after fucking Nazis? Going to be like, hey guys, let's not take our two hundred battleships and go dunk these like caps in fucking Turner out of the goodness of his heart for some reason. I mean, I think <laughs> that if they had access, they. I mean, I just said it. If they had access, why wouldn't they? Yeah. Why wouldn't they? Exactly. Really. And they, the natural result is for people to avoid having people have access to just owning them, which I don't think can lead to fights, like you were saying. In fact, I would think it would lead to less risky timers. Well, less set-piece battles, even. So, less fights. Well, and, and ultimately, less less aggressiveness with anchoring of structures and where people are willing to live relative to the illustration on the map here. Right. And less independent groups that operate in that scale of operation, right? Like, you see these groups, like, they, they will merge with something, they will find an umbrella that is big enough for them to survive, or they completely remove themselves out of the meta by either completely disbanding or going into a smaller wormhole or something like this that still has some mass limitations. Like, it's all for no commitment whatsoever. You don't have to maintain these gates, you don't have to field them, you don't have to deal with their timers, they're just there. Do you think more of Kirk? No. No, in fact, you're seeing an, I would expect you to see an exodus of people who regularly lived near or around Kirk to ranges further away from just directly... The people currently living in these areas live there because nobody else went there, so they could claim it as their own. But they no longer can claim this as their own because the traffic is just going to be massively outmatched them. Curse has a weird... Go ahead, Gesner. Curse has this weird exception state because a lot of the area surrounding it is under the SEA, so some of the blocks are prevented. So that is a little bit unusual compared to the rest of the, the area covered here. Some of these regions in, like, Wicked Creek... Immensia When the SEA expires in early 2024, I guarantee you whichever group is most caught in stuff goes in there and bullies all the small groups via Zarzak. It's for real estate. Mm -hmm. Is that content? Or is that content? Or is that the death of Eve? Have we decided? I mean, it's one step closer to the shit show that is the China server. You know what really sad part is? I would really like that extension of Zazak and the continent could provide, but this is just overshadowing everything that they could implement. Like, I cannot get excited for the rest as long as this stays in its way. Like, it's so sad. Everything else is really good. Like, I'm looking forward to stuff, but there's just like, oh yeah, you can't play the game anymore with this skill. So is there any case for travel? or any way to do it for, say, small gangs, individuals, or should it really just be the point of the system as the ship caster? That, that would yep. sort of make it into, this is a content expansion sort of system that doesn't matter otherwise. That's why I think you should only be able to come in the gate you go, or leave the gate you came in. So if you want to do like the role-playing nonsense of it's a faction warfare zones and the pirate zones, then you can go in, take your ship caster, and you're not stuck there. It's about, a hub for all those if, groups. What if they put the codes back in, like when they did to find these gates? So you no, have it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Arm for them in order to even activate the gate. No, that's dumb. I mean, the other thing is you could do the standings like Poachman was originally, but then everybody complained about it and they unlocked it anyways. 
Yeah, but if these gates are so useful, then people will just work away at grinding. Standings. Yeah, then, then you're just going to have like, like people miserably grind standings like fucking stuff in classic WoW. Mm-hmm. The, the only way I see this working is if they make them one way in one shape or another so you cannot transverse through the system. That's the only way I see this going well. And they have to think of some way to, to do that in the end. Like, like you can't even get camp them, right? You can't put bubbles yeah. in the system. And the gates are like fucking bigger than like two keep stars. So you can't even like camp them on one side. Like Luke and like Luke, when they uh, the whole world leaks came out, I dragged Luke into a channel uh, because he was a CSM member at the time and we talked on some other shows a before. Long chat about like, this subject. Yeah, and we were I was like my biggest fear is they will release it in the state that it's currently looking like. And if they bring that, like that's just kind of going to be ridiculous. And we we saw this coming, and it was released that way. And I know the same discussions happened somewhere else, and it came exactly in no changed form. And this is kind of surprising to me because they should have been aware that this is a super projection tool. Nerfs, dude, and they're like, this is what Antiblex could be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And now you're all gonna be happy, dude. You're gonna be happy with what you have once these gates get taken away. Oh, you're fucking right. Phantomite finally will have something. Find something else to be mad about. I'm so glad. I can't find anyone who's like a meaningful like content creator or provider in this game who thinks these are a good idea. Like DTM said earlier, right? Like there's not a single one that was like this is super nice that actively plays the game or tries to create content. I've not heard a single good word about this. Because people try to approach me like, isn't this good for small gang groups? Now you can travel through the whole world without needing infrastructure that you didn't have before. And I was like, dude, Farah exists, Turner exists, and wormholes exist. Drifter wormholes exist. If I need to travel through the world, I already had tools, but those were mass limited. What now, they should have done this... is buff the null-to-null connections for wormholes for XLs. That would have been a way better change, I think. Like, double or triple them. Danny speaking my language. So I will tell you that um, from... A perspective of someone who pretty much only plays by himself, you know, because I don't have any friends. I <laughs> I think that Zarzak is pretty cool for for like small gang stuff. As far as getting from point A to point B, it's a lot easier than trying to filament around the galaxy. Uh, it's definitely a lot easier than scanning down wormholes. I mean, it's super it's simple. It's always like five gems from Gita. Yeah. Deathline, Ferra exists. It is a public bookmark folder from Eve Scout that is being maintained without any effort from your part. I know. This is so much it's superior to static gates. It's really weird to me because, like, it feels like the changes they're making are very paradoxical about what the game needs. Like, they're buffing the big groups more and more and more and more instead of the medium and small groups. Anything they do to buff smaller medium groups is just going to buff bigger groups even more. Not necessarily. No. Oh, no my God. So How did the... they not do it that way then? Well, surgical strike is like examples where they tried to like help something and then made things worse. Worse. So like reverting surgical strike would buff like small like isk intensive groups at the expense of bigger groups. Because like if you look at surgical I... strike, the price of immune, the EHP of immunum went down by like five percent, and like the EHP of snuff materials, which are like two bill, went down by forty percent. And that was like resist based EHP, which is a lot more valuable than like buffer. At the same time, you could think of ecosystem changes that um, benefit medium sized groups. Like if in in my campaign I argued for like passive income in combination with a, a nerf to projection. If you have some sort of passive income and you have less people to feed, um, you might get an absolute range. You get less money than the bigger groups, but per person you get more money, and that means you can field heavier assets in, in, with that passive income that you could get. So there are changes that you could do that 
everybody gets a small cut from it, but the medium-sized groups will get a bigger cut from it because they are tight-knit and they have tighter communication and they can get their groups deployed very easily. There was preach, some kind of like passive, preach my gospel. Like some passive kind of like moon mining module? That would be really good for small and medium yeah. groups, I think. Because anyway, we yeah, talked about this before. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, like some sort of passive income with right in the same moment. Yeah, it's this, this is what's great yeah. about Havoc is there's sort of a preview of what this can look like. Uh, and what could make a good version of this. It's important to remember that POS were so unpopular that sovereignty was removed from them within a few years, and everyone cheered when, when citadels were introduced, right? So uh, moons were not all that popular in their time in various ways, but the, the mechanic of passive income being available on essentially any celestial that especially NullSec has, and a certain set of them in other regions uh, or types of space, it produces exactly the effect Gideon is talking about. Then projection becomes way more relevant because it's way easier to penalize someone for taking the time to go away from where they are, or they have to restage, and then the stuff that they own elsewhere is under more threat, right? But for that to make sense, and all of that, all of that space has to have value without necessarily being crabbed for. So I think the havoc content of showing off what that looks like when the empires are in control and what that sort of you know, rating content can look like is amazing. I noticed you use the word rating, which is a word from your triangle, isn't it? Yeah, essentially, yeah. How does I this think fit it, into your triangle? The basic element of passive income is people saying, I want to own this space and I want to have money, but I don't want to crab, right? And so the question is, what does the content there look like? And the answer is that other people can try and crab them, essentially. And this is what I call rating. There's an opportunity to come into their space and do something and the, the sob holder, the owner, is going to try and hunt them. And I think there's a preview of what that can look like in Havoc. These are the, the pirate incursion sites where you're going to Empire Space and you're doing something. And then they're going to come try and, and, and screw with you, you know, to fuck you up. Um, that is the type of thing that I think we'll see more of if they do get to introducing this passive income layer, which I've been telling them this is, is what is needed to both you know, figure out where projection is going to fit in the overall game and give this space value where currently no one is living. You know, there should not be a region of Nelsec space in which nothing is happening. All of it should have value. You see that with Dendrit right now, right? After XIX was evicted, nobody, basically nobody lived there. Well, you can look into Omist. It's currently held by a group that if anybody would go there and try to push over the Sandcastle, they could do that. Um, there's so many regions that are basically empty because nobody wants to live in them because there's no reason to live in them. And also passive income way. also gives a driver to split from a big group, right? If I'm in a corporation that is reasonably powerful, that has a good PvP edge, and let's assume I would be in Pandemic Horde, and I see there's an opening in the soft map, and I, I, I assume I could take that, maybe I want that passive share, right? And I, I want to take that for myself. So there could be a reason to leave Pandemic Horde go there with my group, with my corporation, and trying to take that space and trying to claim it as my own. So this is also an internal friction that is currently missing because all mechanics currently um, incentivize being in the bigger group instead of giving some counter incentive to not be in the bigger group. Yep, yep, absolutely. And the, what, what Redline called the triangle is this diagram showing you know, essentially three different types of players. One is one doesn't want to crab and another doesn't want to hold space. This gives something to do for players who don't hold space, they can go and, and still have content in that area without being committed to holding it right. But there's also friction between 
the two types of groups that will hold space of whether they want to exploit the space just for this passive conquest income or whether they can farm it themselves more effectively via numbers because they have craft that provides a dynamic sort of balancing that is really what a big part of what it has been missing from Nelsec for a long time. Yeah, right. So like any good mystic, I've convinced myself that my ideas can be derived from first principles uh, and that this is part of why the game has this problem is that we're essentially missing what I call red team, the conqueror team, that you can't just seize space and say, have it print me the correct amount of, of money, resources, whatever, probably resources, um, and let me, you know, essentially like old passive moons, but they really need to do it with almost everything that can be farmed for value because that's the essential divide that, that lets you both compete against the crabs, compete against the blob, mostly over in blue team, but also sets up red team as the environment that other people can come and, and siphon and raid and steal from whatever, what was the mining thing, operation raid example. Uh, yeah, yeah, so I've got it. I, I'm, I'm excited to see Havoc for that reason. I was actually surprised because it's not like I told them to do half of that stuff. I've been trying to develop these ideas and convince everyone in order to campaign them on the future of Nullsec, right? So this is uh, awesome to see them come up with this stuff. Yeah, I mean, so they got the warehouse raid. I mean, that's literally a part of the raiding. Um, but in this case, so do you think that your triangle is how the game is working now? Or do you think this is where the game should be working? I, I think it's sort of, let me explain it this way. If you think of EVE as a game where you can do one of three things, you can either farm crab, or you can PvP, or you can capture space, right? Essentially put down a marker and say, someone else can come fight me over. The second thing is not optional. If someone's going to PvP, you have to fight back, right? Or you're going to lose. But the, the first and the third thing are playstyle options. There are tons of people who don't want crab ever, and there are tons of people who don't want to engage in space holding. They don't want that commitment. They just want to log in and play the game, right? Those are sort of just by saying, I don't want to do one of these three abstract things. You come up with a group of people that needs mechanics to support them. And that, that's what's diagrammed here, is that Conqueror doesn't want to crap. Raider doesn't want to hold space. And so you build everything else around that, and you see this dynamic emerging across Eve's history, which originally had a pretty strong red team layer and then had people, you know, dress up some blue team mechanics in a trench coat and call it renting and, and take the rest of space and make it passive income also. Um, so that I think having both of those in competition is really essential for solving a lot of what we see with Nelsec. Uh, and I think could get us to a place where they could actually add new space again and people wouldn't lose their minds. Well, so let me let me put it to you this way, and I guess this is an Getting interesting... Getting ahead of myself. Well, this is an interesting, interesting way to frame this question because you, we talk about how sometimes this stuff is, you know, it's a testing bed for nullsec, right? <laughs> so, could you imagine if people were incentivized to invade your space in a similar way to how they're going to be incentivized to invade faction warfare space with the pirate insurgencies? They are in a way redlined because cores exist now. Right? Like, you get a lot of money if you wipe someone's space out. Like, we uh, get trillions at this point. So I think there's there's two different things. I think the the gold up to red, I put the hostile PVE is what I wrote there. That I think is the big havoc example of where the hostiles are coming into the environment, in this case the Empire, to initiate against the environment and then you're gonna hunt them as if they were crabs, and that's what how the fight works out. It's sort of different from the the blue red interplay over the actual capture of space. 
you know, uh, that's true that that is also profitable right now, but that's a bigger commitment. And this is sort of a lower commitment thing that can have shorter timers, you know, talking about hours rather than the whole full structure with days. Um, and it also provides an avenue, you know, but because you're saying the red team won't crab and they become the environment, it provides this avenue that you also saw with their, whatever the FPS is called, I can't remember. Um, that is the setup for there to be missions where all of that other potential for other games or other content being engaged with TQ is against a player-owned thing that is not being crabbed actively. It's something that's just owned. It's something that they've captured. And I thought that was amazing to see materialize with their FPS plans. And I, I, again, I know nothing. <laughs> but what I what I have told them at least a couple times is I'd love to see something like the Insurgencies as the Apex sort of gold team content, where it's something where it can come into a rel otherwise relatively well-defended or secure part of Nullsec that's owned either by blue or red and overthrow some of the mechanics that are, are otherwise hard to get through and that you might see it damage Nullsec, right? We have this whole chart of how corruption influences a, a low-sec system. But some of that, that crap doesn't make sense at all for Nullsec. You're not going to spawn cops there either way, right? So you need to come up with something that affects the Nullsec strategic and tactical layer and, and how SOV works and all of these mechanics, and I think that that would be interesting down the line. So that's how I see that that fitting together. Not, not replacing Sav, but affecting it differently. I think what I would love to see some of is Red Team in particular being able to reconstruct a lot of their space and make it more unfriendly for people to get through, for people to come and try and steal stuff uh, that you might have NPCs working for you that are an initial line of defense while you get your shit together. Um, I think that could be interesting. Because that you know who is working for you, right? If you don't have crab, um, so there's a lot of potential. But the thing about the other games, and man, so you're thinking I, al like... I almost I almost want to believe again, you guys. <laughs> I mean, I'm super I'm let's super go, excited about not, everything. Not we have Zarzak at the moment. Let's not believe. I know, I know. This is I agree with everyone who said that it's just this. You have this shining golden idea, and it's just covered in tar with these gates. How else would you get there, it's... though? Like a filament. Just make it. It's not about getting there. It's about getting out and using that as a bypass system for all of space, right? Right. If you limit... I don't think anyone has a problem with yeah. Shipcaster, right? Yeah. Redline Given makes the... a good point, though. They should also remove filaments from the game. <laughs> no, that was that wasn't my point. <laughs> yeah. No, I completely agree, with Redline. All right. Obviously, Gavin's going to say something about getting the pouch. Yeah, there should be some caveat for getting in the pouch, but what? filaments is there. Right. They're an absolute fucking. I, th I think you're right about high sec, low sec getting into potion because yeah. that's the area that you can get out into yeah. easier. Yeah, if, if you get camped in the low sec, you're fucking, you're fucking fucking special. Camped into low sec? <laughs> but Kazanir, so the reason I even brought up your triangle is because the, the pirate insurgencies are completely aligned with the raider mechanic here. And I've been quiet trying to figure out if there's like what groups are the blue and the red team in the game currently, because I feel like they're there. And you think the settlers are the renters? So who would well, the conquerors be? No, no, no. I, what, start no, no. thinking about in groups. Start thinking about this uh, about certain type of players. Yeah, and, and it's sort of a, a spectrum on which you can locate content, right? You think of it not just as these poles, but like think of a, a mechanic. Where does it fall? Who does it favor between these three sort of spectrums? Um, so I think what I what I meant with renting is renting is a red team mechanic. It gives you passive income. 
but it's actually some blue team mechanics and a trench coat stacked up because you still need the crabs and it doesn't actually give you a lot of the benefits of what passive income could mechanically. So it's sort of, they cheated their way there because Eve didn't really understand the full thing from the get-go. So Band of Brothers had to invent it, and here we are. Uh, so I think, you know, Settler is any group that has a bunch of crabs and will invest. I think it, it's very much the farms and fields stuff that we have seen, but that Conqueror would be someone who their most preferential thing is to go seize another constellation or another region and sit on it for as long as they can and, and so i and think play that, king of the hill essentially i think that if you if you look at it from like a null sec politics perspective your your goons would be the more settler type we, we certainly have exploited more, that to the max yeah lately, you're always more proponent of farming whereas say like panfam winter co as proven by you know recent activities are more prone to conquering you know, going but, in but and making but an it is a, move. But it's a gradient, right? Conquerors can become settlers. And sure, you know, yeah, the whole, the whole war in the north is... Right. Yeah. And what I this is what I call the Tai Chi of Nelsec. Tai Chi, the word means ridgepole, the dividing line between yin and yang, right? The, what you get is the tension between saying this type of space can be exploited differently in two different ways. If you have enough people, you can make more money through their effort, or you can just be sitting on it for a relatively speaking small amount of the resources or money. And that provides different motivations over the same space to, the, to different groups of players and also internal tension within any space holding group to say, how much of this can I exploit, you know, ourselves and tax versus how much should I just be converting? You know, I put up a bunch of, of, of go away signs and, and sit on my moon goo or whatever I'm getting out of it. Um, and how does that affect the internal politics versus how many people I have and who lives near me and all of that stuff? And that tension, because Red Team is basically unsupported except through renting, and renting is also in the toilet because everything else outstrips Nullsec right now, that, that is what is missing. There's no driving force with the tension between Red and, and Blue, and they never have had, until we've seen recently, this, this gold to Red mechanic, except for Siphons, which no one loved. Well, and I mean, in general... I'm super excited about like all of the content that is going to come from like the Zarzak missions and also the faction warfare stuff. The insurgencies are going to be, I think if they do them right, they're going to be pretty amazing. And for someone like me, who's just going to log in and like play the video game for a couple hours or something when I'm off work, it's perfect for me. And I can't wait personally. Are any yeah. of you going to do the same kind of thing much. or what? Yeah, I know nobody's, nobody's arguing. arguing that, like I don't want to. I don't want to just talk about the shitty things, right? You know, I want to talk about the cool things, and I think that content is going to be really fun. I think I think everyone agrees with that. I think the problem is at the moment it's just outshadowed, right? Like I, I was talking about this earlier to someone. Like the last year has been, I think, reasonably successful in terms of things that have been released, and then Zarzak happened, right? And it kind of just overshadows because obviously the the defending voice is always the loudest, right? So it just kind of overshadows. Like. There, there have been so many wars where people were like, oh, these changes are good. It's going in a good direction. Like, like stuff is getting implemented. Faction warfare is, is, is spiking up. And we, we have all these new spaces. And it's good content for, at this point, I think thousands of players. And now they could have added this, right? This could be, again, a new content driver for thousands of players. But it just diminishes the content for another set of thousand players. This is why people are looking at this. And it is actually an easy fix. Like, just make the gates one way or... 
like limited the make the time longer to bypass that system and it, it would already be fixed and it have to change nothing else and it's weird that they didn't get it from the start and that's what people are complaining about i'm i'm very aware of what people are complaining about and yeah. i i do enjoy how even though you were giving some positives you brought it back to the complaint at the end <laughs> i appreciate that from you gideon you're always I mean, on there's brand no, there's no getting away if it is like here's some filmations and stuff oh by the way mid-skill content's dead for no reason it, it overshadows it that's the big problem i, I would love to be excited because everything like the, the game the first person shooter like all that stuff is super super amazing and then i see that part and it just it's so weird because everything else would be so amazing, but then you have that poison pill inside. And that's just so sad to see. I mean, I guess so. Well, I'll tell you what. I um that's really all all the show I had. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna do some final thoughts. Um, but you're not gonna get to hear those if you didn't watch live. So if you aren't watching live, this has been Trash Talk Tuesday. I've been Redline 13, and we'll see you next week.